Amy, on this podcast, we try to always offer useful takeaways. And if you learn nothing else from us, learn this useful parenting lesson by Pampers Cruisers 360. Pampers Cruisers 360 are the ultimate parent hack, the best diaper to use as soon as your baby starts standing or walking. Instead of ordinary diaper tabs, they have a unique 360-degree stretchy waistband that moves with your wild child. Pampers Cruisers 360 makes it so easy to change your baby. Who probably doesn't stop moving just because they need a diaper changed? Just slide on to apply and away they go. And fear not, parents. Pampers Cruisers 360 offers an up to 100% leak-free fit, and they just got even better with a new blowout barrier. Need we say more? For Trusted Protection Trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Then redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupons, savings, and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell Laughing in the Face of Motherhood, solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. Today's question comes from Aaron, who emailed us to ask, how can I encourage my kids' creativity and ambition while also setting limits and not losing my mind? My kids are three, five, and seven, and during the pandemic, they've really played together well and have learned to entertain themselves. I know we got lucky with their ages during this time. Aaron, I have thoughts about whether that was actually lucky. We'll talk about that part later. But Aaron says, they're driving me crazy with all of their great ideas and huge projects. I'm talking about packing for an imaginary camping trip with all of their actual clothes that I will have to sort and fold later, setting up a library downstairs with stacks and stacks of books from upstairs, decorating for a pretend birthday party with our actual birthday party decorations, which of course got trashed and I'm still picking scotch tape out of the carpet putting on swimsuits on the first warm day of fake spring and filling the kiddie pool with water and ending up covered in mud. You get the idea. I love their creativity and ambition, but I can't manage and clean up these huge messes every single day. I want to encourage them, but I want to put boundaries around it so it's not such a disaster afterwards. For what it's worth, all my kids are girls, and I want them to be confident, speaking up for themselves and sharing their ideas. But they also need to have that voice of reason when they're all teenagers and one of them has another great idea that's actually dangerous. I'd love to hear your opinions. Aaron, my first opinion is your heart is hard. And having three, five, and seven-year-olds at home together during a pandemic is good in some ways because they have each other, but your heart is hard. Kudos to you for letting your girls be messy and think big and occupy themselves all the time. It reminds me of Phineas and Ferb and why should they have all the fun, right? But the counter argument to that is you might have better things to do than clean up their messes all the time. Aaron, you have a right to put clear boundaries around what you will and won't clean up. And you definitely have a right to say, hey, I'm not doing this myself. Something tells me you're already doing that. And that's what's leading to the tears and wailing of gnashing of teeth. So I'd pick a calm moment, maybe after dinner, before bed, when the mess is already cleaned up for better and worse. And then tell them you need a plan, that you need help with this and let these big thinkers be in charge of the plan. How should it work? Should everybody who took part in the camping trip have to clean it up? Should we have a system and whoever's name is on the refrigerator is the person who's the cleanupper of the day? Should we pick a name out of a hat? You know, let them brainstorm ideas and take some ownership of this master plan so that when it's time to put it in effect, they will at least feel like, well, this is what we picked. The kind of mess that is the bookshelf 
all over the living room. I feel like that's one kind of mess because it's a mess that will not actually get worse or dangerous if you don't clean it up. It's not like, you know, muddy feet being tracked through your house. The books in the living room, particularly when nobody's coming over anyway, is something that I would suggest you could leave. Put parameters around it and say something like no screens until all those books put upstairs later and then take yourself out of it. It doesn't really matter if the books get taken upstairs in 10 minutes or two days. I mean, of course it matters. It matters to you, right? But the thing that your girls will want to do next also matters to them and let that be in charge of the books getting upstairs, not you. It occurs to me, I don't know if you've ever heard of the golden triangle of project management. It applies to everything from movie making to home renovations. There's a triangle and on the three points of the triangle are the words good, fast, and cheap. You can have any two, but you won't have the third. In other words, you can do your kitchen renovation good and fast, but it won't be cheap or fast and cheap, but it won't be good. You get the idea. It seems to me that there's a golden triangle of kids' play as well, in which the three points are child-led, neat, or exciting. And you can have just two. Neat and exciting won't be child-led. You need to be in charge of that. Child-led and exciting won't be neat. You've already learned that. And child-led and neat won't be very exciting, which is why they're going to come up with the idea about having the, you know, mud pies in the living room. Put firm rules in place. Anything involving anything from the kitchen or the bathroom, including water, needs your stamp of approval. And later is a fine answer. No is a fine answer. But putting practical parameters around their excitement, I don't think that's something you actually have to teach to them. Like the world will do that pretty quickly. But just be honest with them about how you want them to have fun, but everybody has to take part in the cleanup too. And then as Margaret would say, Catch your kids being good and heap on the praise whenever they're actually helping get things back to one. Send us your parenting questions and we might answer yours next. Email us questions at whatfreshhealthpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, You are not alone, and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. Margaret, it's an exciting news day. An exciting news day indeed, Amy. A few years ago, we launched our first spinoff podcast, Toddler Purgatory, hosted by the hilarious Blair Brooks and Molly Lloyd. And guess what? Now, Blair and Molly are back 
with their all-new podcast, Unsticking It. You know Blair and Molly as two busy moms and actors, and somewhere between potty training and the pandemic, they both felt like they lost their creative kaboom. In their new podcast, Unsticking It, they are going to talk about how all of us can get back to what lights us up after motherhood. Amy, I need this. Me too. And Blair and Molly will be talking to fellow imaginative minds. We're talking actors, artists, and creators of all kinds about how we can all unstick ourselves from whatever muck we're stuck in. Follow, subscribe, and listen to Unsticking It wherever you get your podcasts. That's Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life stucks.